It's the Eagles Live Podcast, and I'm Insider Dave Spadaro. Glad to be with you here. Good times for the Philadelphia Eagles in this spring period. We've got some idea of what the roster is going to look like in 2017 now that the draft is complete and with free agency pretty much done, although you never know when something will happen there. So we want to start talking about the Eagles and what they could be this season. In this podcast, we're focused on the Eagles rookie class, which spent the weekend at the Novacare Complex for the rookie camp. We've got some time with first round pick Derek Barnett, second round draft choice Sidney Jones, and the fourth rounder running back Danelle Pumphrey ahead. But let's begin the Eagles Live podcast with a one-on-one interview with head coach Doug Peterson from his office. He and the coaching staff had a chance to get to meet the rookies on the field for the first time. So what did the head coach think? Here is Doug Peterson in an exclusive. Doug, rookie camp is over. What did you learn about the newest Eagles over the weekend? Well, I tell you, it makes you feel good going through the entire process leading up to the draft and then uh, having these guys out here for three days and watching them run around, watching them uh, practice gives you that hope, gives you that glimmer of hope that you chose correctly. You know, we'll see coming up. We got we still got some OTAs coming up and, and obviously camp. Very pleased with uh, the performance of our drafted rookies. So they are still here? They are here uh, right now. Today begins the rookie program. Every team in the league now can keep their rookies uh, in, the, in the building uh, through the remainder of the of the spring and summer. And it's really more of a mental thing, is it not? I guess maybe it's not. Maybe it's equally mental physical. It's a little of both. You know, uh, for the veteran guys, it's more mental because they've already been through the physical. They know what to expect. Uh, now these rookies are, are being sort of kind of put through the fire, I guess. Uh, they're being taught the physical, not so much from the football side, but from the strength conditioning side and then how we practice and also the mental side of, uh, you know, we're throwing a lot at them, a lot of information at them, you know, this entire spring. How'd Derek Barnett look? He looked really, really good. He's a guy that obviously can get off the ball. He can bend. Uh, he can get around the corner. He's physical. Uh, it's going to be exciting to see him uh, really against Jason Peters. You know, it's going to be an interesting battle. Uh, Lane Johnson, two exceptional tackles, you know, in the National Football League. So it'll be interesting to see him go against those guys. Is the next step for Derek then kind of understanding that he's not going to be the fastest guy out there? He's not going to be the best athlete out there? That he's got to really be a technician as well? That's the thing that I think these rookies find out in a hurry. That maybe in college they could get away with that athleticism. And these guys are great athletes, you know, don't get me wrong, but everybody at this level is a great athlete. And um, so now it's about the technician. It goes back to the mental side that we were talking about, having different pass rush moves from a defensive end position and uh, being able to, you know, kind of keep a tackle off balance or keep a, uh, a guard off balance, depending on where he lines up. If we could touch on a couple of the offensive rookies, Mack and Shelton at wide receiver and Dinell at running back, what'd you learn about them over the weekend? Well, one thing with Donnell, uh, felt like he was a very, a very smart player, meaning he, he picked up the information that we uh, presented in the classroom and, and he took it to the field. And, and if, if he made a mistake on, say, Friday, he was able to correct it and come back and fix it on Saturday. Uh, and that's a sign of a good, smart player. You know, with Mac and, and Shelton, these two guys came in here and, and Mac's going to be fine. I, I think he's a, he's a kid that he's long, you know, he's big, he runs extremely well, uh, good hands, catches the ball away from his body, did some nice things uh, in, in the three days. And Shelton is, you know, a speed guy. A guy that can come in here and, and uh, pick up this system and, and compete, and, and uh, as all these rookies, uh, just excited to continue to work with them now these next few weeks. Doug, that wide receiver group, such a difference now. What are you expecting when we get into the pads and into camp and into the preseason to 
competition level should be quite interesting to watch. You know, and that's the biggest thing is the competition. I, I really want to see these guys compete, not only uh, for, for positions, but against each other and uh, make that group better. I've seen it already in, in a couple couple weeks of, of the offseason program on the field, and, and I'm really looking forward to OTAs the next couple of weeks and, and, then, and then training camp. So it's a deep group. It's exciting to watch. Uh, the new additions, uh, you know, Alshon and Tori have been have really, really good veteran leaders out there. Again, looking forward to the next few weeks. Last one, Coach, this team ready to go into battle with a young group at cornerback? You know, that'll be uh, that'll be a situation where, again, you know, we got a, several guys ready to play. You know, I, I think uh, the addition of, of Patrick Robinson, you know, a veteran guy back there really helps us. Jalen coming into his second year really helps himself. And then having a couple of rookies, you know, with Rasul and, and just kind of getting him caught up. You know, one thing at that position is, is you never want to put a guy out there to expose him. And at the same time, you know, bring him along in such a way that he feels comfortable when he goes out there. Because it's like a tackle position on offense. You're kind of on an island and um, you know it can be exposed at some times and, and so we want to make sure we're, we're getting those guys plenty of reps plenty of work in these next few weeks so for the fans who are listening uh, what happens now at the NovaCare Complex this week still phase two right still in phase two <clears throat> you know we're still working with our rookies we get extra time now uh, instead of four hours with the rookies we can go to ten a day with the rookies still on a four day work week and then after this week we begin phase three uh, which is our OTAs we got ten OTAs that'll be the time when we get to practice offense versus defense and special teams and and, and really uh, really get to see the kind of the fruits of our labor uh, through phase two. Well, you get 10 hours a day with rookies? A day. So what, what do you do? So we bring them in early, 7.30. They're in the building, getting their lift in. You know, I think it's important that they understand from uh, from Josh Hankst and, and Sean Holes and Mike Minnis just how we operate from a strength conditioning, nutrition, sports science. So we keep them separate, really, from the rest of the team. They can get that work in in the morning. And then between 9.30 and 1.30, they're with the rest of the team. And then in the afternoon, we, we have what we call rookie time, where they're, they're spending time with their individual position coaches, catching up on information that they've either missed or uh, they can go back through a lot of things. And then we finish the day with them uh, with some rookie orientation. Paul Lancaster has some programs for them, and and, uh, uh, this is where we sort of indoctrinate them into the National Football League. Coach, thanks so much. Thanks, Dave. First impressions mean what? Exactly. For the rookies, they were able to get a taste of the tempo, the expectations, and the playbooks over the weekend, an education that continues deep into the summer. The eight-man draft class, combined with 11 players signed after the draft, a handful of first-year Eagles, and 20 tryout players in the 40-plus player weekend camp, now they know how it works to be with the Eagles. First-round draft pick Derek Barnett went through the gauntlet of media requests and emotional ups and downs during the draft's first night, and then he spent the next couple of weeks getting back to something he loves, the game of football. I caught up with Barnett in the locker room during the weekend. Derek, last time I saw you, yeah, a lot of media. It was two weeks ago. What have you done in the last two weeks? What's been your priority? Yeah, I went down to Boku where I was training at before the combine and just went down there, just doing a lot of conditioning and a lot of lateral movement, just getting my conditioning under me so I could be ready to come out here and perform well. It must have felt good to get back into training and, and get your body right. Yes, sir. It felt really good. It just felt good to be in one spot and getting back in my routine and I traveling left and right. I enjoyed going back down there in Florida and, and working. I'm very happy to be back up here starting to build our foundation now. Derek, how long did it take you to kind of just put what happened on draft weekend kind of just put it behind you and get on with the task at hand uh, as soon as i got back to nashville i, I went to Florida like the next day so pretty soon i'll put it right behind me and uh you know my phone was still blowing up but like i said that's in the past now and now it's time just to get better and each and every day at my craft first impressions of this defense and what they're going to ask of you very aggressive and attack and don't think and go and that sounds good huh? yes sir it sounds really good Derek, thank you no problem thank you
How about the number two pick, cornerback Sidney Jones? He wore a walking boot on his left foot all weekend and will do so until May 21st after suffering a torn Achilles tendon and having surgery back in March. The injury knocked Jones, considered a sure thing top 15 draft pick, into the second round, where the Eagles eagerly gobbled him up with the 43rd pick overall. Of course, Jones's medical condition was top of mind, and he provided an update to the media after seeing the Eagles' medical staff. I'm feeling good. Um, everything looks good to them. We're just going to follow the follow the protocol and the schedule. Um, no rush to get me back. Uh, we're just going to go whenever I'm ready and whenever everybody else feels ready. There is no timetable for Jones' return to the field. It could be later in 2017. It could be 2018. Jones knows that whenever he's ready, he will get into action and he will be, as he said, special. Still, it was a tough weekend for Jones, watching football for the first time in his life. Not a patient man by nature, Jones has to slow down and allow for a full healing. The Eagles, of course, are on board with that. It's very testing, especially today in, in the defensive meeting rooms after practice, just watching the film. It was kind of burning me inside, just, you know, not being able to play and everybody's being coached up and, and I'm not being coached up. And I just have to, you know, watch the other guys do their stuff. And, you know, it's, it's hard, but it's a, it's a process. You'll learn patience going through this. And when Jones is healthy, he promises to attack the game on the field. You're getting a passionate player who loves football. Couldn't be happier to be in the position I'm in right now. You're just getting a great player, great football player, um, great person. Somebody who loves to compete and goes hard every time he steps on the field. Then there's Pumphrey, the little engine that has been doing it his entire life. His list of accomplishments in college was staggering. Pumphrey rushed for an FBS record 6,405 yards at San Diego State, scored 67 combined touchdowns, and was basically a one-man wrecking crew. He's a tiny back, generously listed by the Eagles at 5 feet 9 and 180 pounds, and yes, he's battled the size stigma his entire life. Probably since about Pop Warner. <laughs> I mean, especially being a running back. I mean, I was probably the smallest running back in, in college football history, maybe. And I mean, I've been told that my whole life. But I mean, I continue to play with a chip on my shoulder. And every time I take the field, I mean, I try to play like I'm a big back. As you can see, I'm about 175 to 166 pounds. I mean, I, I play with a big heart. So, I mean, that's, that's what it's really all about. But of course, the numbers that mean the most for Pumphrey are his yards and his touchdowns and his huge impact on the game at the college level. Oh yeah, most of all, I mean, my coaches, they put me in the perfect situation to be able to put those numbers up. And, and all my teammates around me, I mean, they put in the work along with me in the offseason. So, I mean, that's, that's what got me this far. We'll have more from the locker room and the coach's office next week when the Eagles Live podcast returns. But for now, let's move on to you, the fans. We sent out a tweet asking you to call our bird phone and chime in with your thoughts. This week's question, what grade would you give the Eagles in this offseason or if you prefer the draft? Here are some of the responses we received. Yo, this is Luke Wilson from D-Town, Dallas, Texas. I get this Eagles draft A-, straight up. Derek Barnett, dude, we got the second best pass rusher in the draft behind the boy Miles Garrett. That dude goes harder in the paint than anybody I know. This dude, Derek Barnett, he's going to have double digit shots guaranteed this year. Guaranteed. And this dude, Sidney Jones, I'm telling you, if he plays next year, we got a round one talent in the second round. Pro Bowl, I see Marcus Peters in him. Honestly, dude's a Pro Bowl corner in the future. And then we got this dude, Donnell Pumphrey out of San Diego State University. He's a goon. 
Well, Luke, I'm glad you're happy. You certainly sound very happy. An A minus grade it is from you. And I looked up the definition of the word goon, and I guess that's a compliment. Can't wait to see Donnell Pumphrey on the field. He is small. As Joe Douglas said, he's a small dog who thinks he's a big dog. He's going to have to be in the NFL. And if you're right, Luke, about the first two draft picks, Derek Barnett and Sidney Jones, then we're going to be very, very happy for years to come. Hey, Dave, this is Kyle calling from Abington. So far, I'll give the Eagles D+. I think they really, really went after Alshon Hard, and I think that was definitely a great move. Uh, he's a receiver who can stretch the field. I think that's great. And then we can put Tory on the other side. We finally have some weapons for Carson. That's going to be great. And um, one of the picks that I really like is Sidney Jones in the second round. I think uh, what the Eagles are trying to do here is plan for the long term rather than trying to compete this year just because so many other teams are so stacked but playoffs I don't know if we're going to make them next year I mean I hope obviously but it's going to be a long shot because just Giants are good they made some good pickups Cowboys again they're going to be good yeah I mean it's, it's a tough division but I think we're really making strides to compete in the long term and another draft pick I like is the guy out of Nebraska the linebacker uh, I really like him. I think he's a really versatile player. But the, my favorite signing of the offseason is the Chris Long signing. He's a veteran. He can come in. He has Super Bowl experience. I think he's going to be able to teach the young guys really well. And I think he brings a lot of fire that Philadelphia needs. Kyle, thanks so much. Interesting group of names you mentioned there. Alshon Jeffrey, everything I've heard through these early parts of the offseason, he's played really well on the practice field. Of course, no helmets, no defensive players, no contact, but the Eagles really happy and excited to see what he brings to this offense. Chris Long gets you excited. Chris Long, we'll see how much gas he has left in the tank. The Eagles think he has some. What kind of role does he play? He'll be a reserve. He'll be in the mix at defensive end. And no doubt, his leadership should have a very positive impact on a young group of defensive linemen and defensive ends, Derek Barnett, Vinnie Curry, two really key players in this equation defensively. And the defensive player who the Eagles drafted, the safety turn linebacker, Nate Jerry, hey, he's got to bulk up and show that he's still got the quickness. Those late round draft picks, that's where personnel departments really earn their salary. Hey guys, this is uh, Hitman from uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Definitely thought that you guys killed the draft, man. Getting Derek Barnett at 14th overall. You know, I think he was probably the best guy on the board at that pick. He fit a need. Uh, we needed somebody opposite of Brandon Graham to make plays. So we have that now. And then obviously in the second round, we get Sidney Jones, who could have been our first round pick at that 14th spot. And highly likelihood that he's going to come back and be healthy and be productive as well. So overall, man, you know, obviously the later picks were mostly special teams guys that, that may have a role. But overall, I would probably give us like a B plus. We did great. We still need, and we also, you know, added some talent for the years to go. So good job, guys. Fly, go fly. Hitman weighing in from Atlanta. Yeah, the idea here is to, for sure, add talent. And then you got to coach it up now. So all of these B pluses, they turn into A's. And that's on the coaching staff, that's on the players, and that's on the system. And so the, the part of identifying the talent and drafting that, that's over. Now you've got to develop. So it's draft, develop, and then retain the players. That's the three-part equation for the Philadelphia Eagles, who, listen guys, the idea here is to compete this year and also build for the future. The playoffs in 2017, absolutely, that is the goal. Thanks so much to all of you for taking part in our bird phone here on the Eagles Live podcast. 
And that will do it for this week's Eagles Live podcast. We're back with more next week as the OTAs in the 2017 offseason get set to go and we come another step closer to finding out just what this team is all about. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro with many thanks to Brian Thomas for his great work producing the show and of course thanking every one of you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. We've got a whole lot more ahead. In the meantime, have yourselves a great Eagles day, everyone.